0: Welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel.
1: We're going to talk about lab schools this morning and specifically uh, the University of Mary Washington and uh, lab schools and uh, what all of that means. Rebecca Towery is in this morning, the Executive Director of the Academy of Technology and Innovation. Rebecca, good morning. It's good to have you here this morning.
2: Good morning. It's great to be here.
1: We have heard a lot about uh, lab schools and it's been a thing that the the State Board of Education just a couple of weeks ago finalized uh, a, a lot of this. I guess to start off,
2: what is a lab school? So a lab school is basically a, um, so in in Virginia it's a college partnership laboratory school and it's essentially a way for uh, higher ed and k-12 institutions to come together to partner and to kind of build systems level capacity. They really trace back to uh, the Dewey area in the early 1900s at the University of Chicago and he built out kind of the first lab school there to really Uh, promote um, best ways of doing education and Hmm. model it, and then use that to disperse it out into other schools. So
1: bottom line on this, I guess the hope is that you you, you help students in high school. Will this help get them ready and, and be more advanced when they get ready to go to college?
2: We are really hoping that it's going to help students in whatever they want to do after high school graduation, right? So uh, our lab school is really focused around kind of um, computer and data science as it's applied across content areas. And we are looking at developing different pathways to help students be successful in what matters to them, but have the technology skills they need to do that work. So whether that is... um, Going into kind of communications or going directly into computer programming, we're going to be working with them to develop pathways to either go directly into the workforce, um, enlist, or enroll in higher education, but have either the industry certifications, the advanced coursework, or just the the skill sets they need to be successful.
1: How did you get involved in this? Because your name has come up at, when I see school boards talk. And I know in, in, in Stafford it came up all the time. And, and when, when people, when, when school boards have talked about this, you get quoted all the time. So I, I feel great that you're here this morning because your, your name has been out there.
2: So I got pulled into this uh, through writing the grant. <laughs> Okay. So I taught for 13 years in the area, uh, history and social studies, high school, middle school, and a little bit of private ed, mostly in public education. And I eventually shifted after getting my doctorate into overseeing research and evaluation for Stafford County Schools. Through that work, got into writing competitive grants, and this is one of the ones that I was actively involved in writing in, and. Decided I really wanted to be more involved in it. It just seemed like such an incredible opportunity to build something that could bring different sectors in the community together and enhance the education, not only of the students who attend, but develop resources that can be dispersed into the surrounding school divisions to utilize.
1: So I guess as a teacher then, boy, what a great – I mean, this is a great recommendation when, when as a teacher, you wrote the grant and now are involved in this. You obviously see from the classroom and what this is going to involve and what we'll talk about this morning that this is a really a great thing.
2: I, I see there being tremendous potential to show how you can do school differently. Uh, high school in particular tends to be, you know, very um, – subject isolated you yeah. don't uh, see a lot of um, you know you tend to do history in history and you tend to do math and math and you don't get to see a lot of um, situations where teachers can really collaborate together and where students have kind of some of the real world experiences and so we're really hopeful to use this to model what could be and then hopefully that spills out into uh, other schools around the area.
1: We're going to talk uh, much more about this this morning and there's an open house on this tomorrow night we'll get into too if you want to find out more. Rekka here. We're talking about lab schools this morning and more coming up on News Talk 1230 WFVA.
0: Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFVA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted Schubel.
1: Lab schools are focused, and Rebecca Towery is here, the executive director of the Academy of Technology and Innovation at the University of um, Mary Washington. There's going to be an open house
2: tomorrow night on the
1: 5th. Talk about what... who should come and what they need to know.
2: Yes, we are incredibly excited about this. This open house is really geared towards current eighth graders and their families to come and visit the site of where the lab school will be next year and really just get a feel for whether this would be a right fit for Mm -hmm. them and something they want to uh, submit through the lottery application for. We'll be providing kind of tours of the building. We'll have some Q&A sessions. We'll have an application help desk session where people can have people walk them through how to fill it out and some things like that
1: so what uh where can they find more information or what or you know you said eighth graders is this really geared for them
2: Yes, so th- you can find more uh, information. We have Facebook and Instagram accounts. Okay. Um, if you look up ATIUMW on either Facebook or Instagram. And we also have a um, the start of a school website, uh, atiumw.org, that uh, families can go to. And right there, kind of on the homepage, there's some, some links they can click on to sign up and, and come and join us tomorrow evening.
1: So you, s- you mentioned this is a lottery,
2: This is a lottery application. So one of the things with the state law around college partnership lab schools is they do specify that if there are more applicants than there are seats available that uh, schools need to use a lottery method Mm -hmm. for that. And so um, the exciting thing about that is it means it's really open to any student in the area who's pursuing a standard or advanced diploma. They fill out their information and they're entered into that lottery and uh, they have an opportunity to attend.
1: What, like we said in the, in, in the last segment, what, what a great opportunity this is. And I, I would I would think that as you look at this into the future that it just the the, the the growth potential and just just the potential to help students is, 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 is just terrific.
2: Yes, it's it's really what made me so excited and, and willing to kind of dive in and, and work with my colleagues at the University of Mary Washington and building this out is the opportunity to create, spaces for students to learn to create opportunities for future educators joining us from the College of Education to kind of learn how to do education differently and be modeling through that the opportunity to you know really serve um, members of the community through hands-on learning that students are going to do and kind of, you know, capstone projects where hopefully we're getting involved with nonprofits and helping them Mm. further develop their websites or analyze their data so that they can better, um, make make better decisions as they're continuing to serve the community
1: so so those students that get get involved with this rebecca what walk us through a day what did they start out at their at their own school do they do they come and then this is going to be like this is going to be at the at the uh, mary washington stafford campus correct
2: yes this is going to be at the mary washington stafford campus so students will attend all of their classes at that UMW Stafford campus. They will, um, each school division that's participating is navigating this a little bit differently depending on their size, but they will um, likely ride a bus um, to maybe a a shuttle station and then hop on a shuttle bus over to the campus. Um, We'll be starting off the day with um, what we're calling Eagle Time, which will be a combination of Um, independent studies that we've helped students identify through their kind of customized pathways as well as um, small group instruction for students who are maybe you know pursuing cybersecurity certifications or learning the R coding language to help with statistical analysis and then they'll have kind of three traditional blocks where they will do kind of some integrated studies English and history for example are going to be taught as a combined class it'll be global Mm -hmm. studies one in their freshman year global studies two than American Studies 1 and 2 as they keep me moving through. So lots of hands-on learning, lots of... work where you know we we use the buzzword in education interdisciplinary learning but really what that means is that you aren't studying all of those subjects in silos like you typically Mm -hmm. see you're really doing work together where you know maybe when you're taking environmental science you're also infusing some of your concepts of government and really thinking through okay how do these two interact together and getting more of that authentic real world real-world experience. Where
1: where did the uh, where did the instructors come from?
2: So we will be uh, hiring some educators here in the next few months. Uh, You know we um, now that we've been fully approved by the state we'll be getting some startup grant funds and operating funds coming in and we'll be using some of those funds to hire kind of our first set of teachers and so we're excited about that. We'll be looking for teachers who you know, are excited about that type of model of education, who really want to be able to do collaborative work, who don't uh, think of teaching as just kind of my subject area, but mm-hmm. who want to work across uh, kind of subject disciplines to build something for kids.
1: yeah, this is this is really way different
2: mm-hmm. and
1: like you say that it, 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 it the, uh, the 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 students themselves and we'll, we'll talk more about some of the the, the students as, as we go along this morning but the teachers too have to yes have to <laughs> have a have a really a, a wide a, a, Really look at education a little bit differently.
2: Yes, it's definitely uh, unique, uh, you know, and it's it's you you often see more of this type of instruction at uh, the elementary level, um, but you don't always see yeah. it at the secondary level. And so we're excited to really be able to leverage this to show what can be, and then support our colleagues across the the participating school divisions and in starting that in some of their high schools as well.
1: Do you think that some of the that the, the, the students had, are, are going to get involved here that they, they've got an idea of what they want to do? Or could could you be a student who came in and just, I don't know what I want to do?
2: I think it can be either way. Okay. So our goal is to really support students in developing, you know, kind of customized learning pathways to help them get to their goals and what really matters to them. Um, but we all know that When kids are 14 some kids have a really strong idea of what they want to do and some kids have absolutely no idea and so the the nice thing about a program like this is we can do some customization of of course pathways for both of those scenarios and we can kind of with the kid who really knows what they want to do we can kind of help them say okay you love political science, you wanna run political campaigns, we're gonna help you learn kind of the programming and data science skills you need to have those tech skills and be effective in running those campaigns. Mm -hmm. But you could also come in and just kind of have some general ideas of things you are interested in, but have no clue what that looks like in a career yet. I was one of those kids. <laughs> Took me a while. And so for for those students, we really want to give them some degree of ability to explore while simultaneously still building their technology skills. And then help, hopefully by the time they get to their junior senior year, they're starting to narrow in a little bit more on what they might want to do as their next steps. Uh, th-
1: there's the dramatic uh, the, the, uh, the, the German- Labs, sc- or there's the, the UMW Lab School. Germana's is doing a lab school, but it's more, it's it's education focused and is not in this area, right?
2: They are. So one of one of the things that's kind of neat as I'm seeing these different lab schools emerge is um, how each one is really customized to the region and yeah. kind of surrounding needs. So, yeah, Germana's is... Um, program is really focused around kind of students who know they want to go into education and they are um, providing them a pathway to uh, accelerate that learning process and um, which you know we know that um, teaching doesn't um, pay as much as some of our other fields. Mm-hmm. And so being able to go into that with um, less of a cost of higher ed burden is going to be huge uh, for that area and help that pipeline. And um, it's it's something we've talked about as well with um, building out pathways is, um, you know, with UMW and the Teachers College and different things, um, really looking at how we can um, create an opportunity. Ours, ours won't be focused on all, all students going into education, but we are looking at having some of those teachers for tomorrow electives because we do anticipate that, um, or at least we hope, that a few of students of every yeah. cohort might consider going into education and have those um technology skills that would make them really effective in supporting education
1: i am sure that the the debate on this and the discussion like with the state board of education was interesting because this is a a a, a big this is a big deal and i'm sure that there were various uh regions of the state that did want to have this
2: so there's it's really interesting to see what you're seeing emerge you know um We've we've we're one of the first three to be approved, right? So Code RVA down in Richmond was the first one Mm -hmm. approved with their partnership with VCU and then Germanna and ours are were kind of two and three simultaneously. Um George Mason has kind of a STEM focused one that they're partnering with Fairfax County on and that they are um, they've they just went to their first committee hearing last month and um there's some interesting things. I, I meet with some um kind of planning grants colleagues. We've kind of just informally started networking and um, coming together. You see some cool projects out of ODU connected to um, navigation and the shipbuilding industry. Mm. And so it's neat to see how each um, kind of geographic region is kind of tailoring it based on the economic needs and community needs in the area.
1: Now it's the, the 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 fact that we have this here, and that the, the UMW has is has gotten in, involved in this. I mean, we're really fortunate. the, the students The students in uh, in in Planning District Sixteen, the ones with what well, I guess it's it's a uh, it's Stafford, Caroline, the city, and King George. Mm-hmm. What a great opportunity for, for for students.
2: We we are incredibly excited about the opportunity this is going to provide for students and. Um, you know, there, um, we we increasingly have a number of different high school programs and opportunities in this area. It's um, exciting for me as a parent to see it yeah, and see yeah. that, you know, there there's going to be these um, opportunities for students. One of the things I get excited about with our program is it is open to pretty much any kid in the community. So you don't have to have taken algebra one in middle school you don't have to have um completed certain things or have a certain gpa you just have to have an interest and really be eager to dive into learning and doing learning differently
1: i was going to ask you that because <laughs> i'm as me as i mean when i went through school i was i was definitely just uh, I, mean, I mean i didn't I, I didn't excel so that's interesting this is this isn't going to be This isn't going to be. There are some programs where you do have to you do have to excel to be in that. That this is open.
2: Yes. And that was very intentional. You know, we have a, a really close partnership with the College of Education and, and teacher preparation. And um, it's really important with that partnership for us to have a diverse group of students who have diverse interests and diverse kind of achievement levels coming in. I think it's also a really great opportunity to, you um, show what you can do, um, with, uh, students from a wide range of backgrounds. Uh, a lot of my teaching background came with students who, um, hadn't necessarily had a ton of success mm-hmm. prior to entering my classroom. And I, you know, I, I regularly have conversations with people where I kind of highlight how we underestimate kids and what they can do. And, you know, there are certain kids that when you put them in the right learning environment and you do learning differently, they suddenly start to take off in yeah. ways that you don't always see in traditional learning environments.
1: And that, in this not being the traditional learning environment. That's what I was just, I was just gonna say to you that this just seems like for, for, for some kids, and especially the kids who might be the ones who are always verbally saying, when am I ever gonna use this? You are making that really pretty clear that you, you yes. can and will use this.
2: Yes, we, a huge part of my summer actually was really trying to spend time with local businesses with Fredericksburg Regional Alliance Chamber of Commerce really starting to think through you know um, Dahlgren's excited about this just starting to think through how do we start to infuse those real-world life application skills um, in ninth grade and slowly develop them into 12th grade through those real-world scenarios and kind of scaling that up throughout that high school experience so that they don't just have Kind of the quote unquote book smarts, but they really know how to work in teams, how to communicate what they're doing, how to manage a project, how to kind of see things through from beginning to end and have that skill set going into the world.
1: I am sure that there is a lot of you've spent a whole lot of time just selling this or explaining it. (laughs) to so many groups because just like me you just have you have all kinds of questions and it's at least now until when, once it gets going and you've got a year or two of, of it going but right now it really is so new
2: yes it is it is really new and it is really different and so a lot of times when I'm having conversations with people in fact I've, I've got some colleagues who have heard me share out on it a few times and they say wow every time I hear you share, I pick up on something different yeah. that I didn't pick up on in kind of the earlier things. And so, and the, and there's multiple layers to it, right? So I keep kind of talking about our are three pillars of intentionality with, you know, innovative K-12 experiences, with teacher preparation and service to the community. And kind of that that sweet spot in design when we're looking at these is is kind of that traditional Venn diagram, right? Where everything meets in the middle yeah. really drives our work in terms of building out something that not just You know, the goal is to not just benefit the kids who go there, which that's obviously a huge part of this, but also to find ways to truly develop this in a way that it benefits the whole community. And so being intentional about that as we're building.
1: No, it just there's 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 so much here, it, it, it really is exciting. And I and, and, and again, I I had seen it and had seen the headlines and had seen when the when the state board, but I didn't understand it. And mm-hmm. I just thought, I it's what what in the world is a lab school? And even you and I talking, I have a whole, just in the last half hour a totally different view view of it. So I'm sure that there really is there's it, there's just not only just selling it, but just educating yeah. the community at this point. And,
2: and that's where I think having the open house tomorrow yeah. is going to be so huge because there if there's something different when you can come in person and you see kind of – you know, the physical building of what it's gonna be like to be a high school student taking classes on a college campus. You know, we've got different rooms set up or they'll see, you know, there's one room we have set up that's kind of, I'm I'm calling it the senior seminar room, right, and Mm -hmm. it's kinda, it looks almost like a traditional board conference room type of thing. And so, you know, that's where I really envision my kids senior year, they're gonna come in there, they're gonna be collaborating with each other, they're gonna be solving problems like they would in a business setting. And then they're going to be sharing out with their stakeholders and kind of defending their their decisions. And so being in the space tomorrow night for families, I think, is going to be huge in determining if this might be a good right fit for their their child and their family.
1: Again, if, if people want more information, you gave, a, was it ATIUMW.org?
2: Yep, that is our website. And then on the Facebook and the Instagram, I'm yeah. kind of regularly posting updates there for families to stay in the loop on times, changes, locations. Things like that.
1: Recatari is here, the Executive Director of the Academy of Technology and Innovation at UMW. More on News Talk 1230 WFBA. It is 830.
0: From the Fredericksburg Today Online News Studios, this is News Talk 1230 WFBA Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station focused on Fredericksburg. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel.
1: Good stuff this morning as we talk about lab schools. Rebecca Tower is here, the uh, Director of the Academy of uh, Technology and Innovation. That name itself is just that. That's what when I, when I first looked at it, I was like, "Ooh!" That's when I, that's when I thought, "Wow, you have to have a lot of math." and all these things to get in there, and as you have explained, you really don't.
2: Yeah, so one of one of the, I, I would say, myths I'm trying to dispel <laughs> is that this is um, strictly a STEM school, right? We yeah. are definitely going to be working with kids on um, equipping them with technology skills and um, kind of key components of that computer science and that data science, but we're really helping them hone in on how to use that in, in things that matter to them, and, and as you and I know our economy increasingly relies on you having kind of these key tech skills. Totally. And so... We're, we're excited to help students in that and, and make it a reality for them. I think sometimes it can be intimidating thinking about some of these things. Um, but I know for myself, even as I've kind of grown professionally, I find myself using more of these things, you know, piping in code as I'm doing things, you're building in skip logic mm-hmm. on different things and things I never thought I would have been doing in high school. And so I'm excited about the opportunity to help students realize they can do these things and to see how it enhances what they're really passionate about.
1: Well, and y- as you have described, with with so many different disciplines that you get in, can, to get involved with, you are able to to tie to tie this in to 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 so many disciplines. Yes,
2: I mean one of the things you know we um you know that kind of going back to that name technology and innovation is we were kind of you know building this out kind of you know you've got the big whiteboard and you're just kind of sketching out what it what makes sense in this area in this community what are the needs and we kind of kept coming back to this okay we've got an increasingly technology driven economy in this area regardless of what you do mm-hmm. and then how do you help make that accessible to kids and help them learn the skills they need for those content areas so you know if you have a kid i've i've, I've been out talking to middle schoolers and you know we we i had a kid who after i and several other programs had shared out said what about kids that love art. And, um, you know, one of one of my responses was, you know, this could be an amazing place for a kid who loves art because you've got graphic design, you've got website design, you have all kinds of different things where you can give kids those programming tools they need to really make their interest in art very marketable in mm-hmm. today's modern economy. And so we're we're excited to build those opportunities.
1: That's so interesting that you, you mentioned that because I've had discussions with 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 some of the, some people like some some local artists in town and how they have started to work with students about just those just about those things that it's it's way more than just creating the art now there's there's the marketing and, and the other things
2: yes i you know there's um yeah it's content management it's you know building out your um and and that really goes back i mentioned the programming but that even goes back to that that data science piece right you know so much of content management and kind of building, you know, moving towards influence or status as you're, as you're kind of marketing your, your artwork or your different things is looking at your data and ha- being able to take a look at that and understand, you know, how am I building my market? Who do I need to do more outreach with, et cetera. And so there's some great, the great opportunities there.
1: And at the same time you, they also, students may also see what they don't want to do and to discover it now i know as a parent (laughs) when you have someone in college and they're you know they're halfway through or they're three years through and they decide i really don't like this can save you money on that you know you 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 yes. you go in knowing what you knowing more than you know
2: yes we are um, really excited to work with students on those i know i've mentioned it kind of earlier today but really doing those kind of customized learning pathways and i anticipate some kids are going to come in at 14 and they are going to say i know i want to do this mm-hmm. i want to build out software for a cybersecurity firm in the area and that's what i want to do and i also anticipate we're going to have kids come in who are really torn because they are interested in a wide range of things and they don't totally know how to pull them together. And so we're going to have some staff on the team to help them think that through. And then I think through, you know, providing those real world experiences where they're doing that hands-on application. I know for me, when I was narrowing down, getting out in the summers in college and doing hands-on work was where I really started to narrow down what I Really hmm. wanted to do and didn't want to do, so giving some of those experiences a little bit earlier, we're hoping are going to help students. Yes, hopefully hone in a little bit earlier than their junior or senior year of college.
1: Since this is a lottery, what's how does how does that play into this? As far as if I think my my child. Well, just as far as is what they some of the requirements if it's if it's a lottery,
2: right? So the um, the lottery is running through our fiscal agent, which is Stafford County Schools, and we're using a third party platform called School Mint. And so, again, if if you go to ATIUMW.org, there's a button that says, you know, apply now. And if you mm-hmm. click on that, it's going to take you to that page. And you kind of you set up an account and you really just kind of fill in some information. You say what county you reside in um, and then you... Um, at that point, you enter the lottery and then um, each school division has a certain number of seats they're going to have and um, largely based around kind of population, but with some flexibility for mm-hmm. sc- school divisions that might want some extra seats, etc. And so then... Um, the system will automatically kind of randomly generate that list. If you're selected, then you'll start to come and kind of do some orientation work over the summer. If you're not, you'll go on a wait list and, you know, maybe a spot will open up. So
1: since the, uh, the again, there's an open house at the at the uh, the uh, UMW uh, Stafford site tomorrow night. Yes. And. That will give you all kinds of. If, if you have any ideas, or just thinking, you know, my child or my grandchild or somebody might be interested in this, that this is really this, to find out.
2: This is definitely the time to come, really get a feel for, you know, um. It it is a different learning environment. Right. And so I think it's a great opportunity to get a feel for what it would be like to take classes on that site, what the style is going to be. There's we're going to be running Q&A sessions. We're going to have kind of a a little bit of a self-guided tour where people can walk through and kind of. um, You know, kind of scan some QRs, get some video footage of what would take place in different Mm -hmm. rooms. And it really will just provide a unique opportunity for families to um, get a better feel for whether this would be a good fit for their student.
1: And if it's the this this coming fall, the fall of twenty four will be when this opens. Fall
2: of twenty four is when we open with our first class of ninth graders. We're anticipating having approximately one hundred ninth graders from across the area, and then every year after that, we'll be adding a grade level until we're at about four hundred students, grades nine through twelve. How exciting! It is exciting. Yes.
1: As someone like you, who wrote the grant and who has studied this, and when when did you? Uh, for you when did this all start? When did you first see this and think this this is something and I, and I guess it also goes back to you saw it and then had to start selling it to other people.
2: Yeah, I um I was excited about it when I wrote the grant, but it was really when I a colleague of mine did an initial draft of the job description for the executive director and I read that job description and I thought that's me. <laughs> I thought that would be such a cool opportunity to do that and no I am not planning on changing jobs right now but this might be the job that it makes sense to kind of turn things upside down a little bit and and go after because how often do you get the opportunity to to build something like this for students Um, you know I, I taught with kids for many years who just didn't have opportunities who would tell me they were frustrated with the learning environment who you know wanted to do well, but, um, you know, just struggled within existing systems. And so being able to be a part of changing what those systems look like and create something that really meets the needs of students was just something i couldn't turn down
1: no well and 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 you think about it as as you'll like you say you'll start with a hundred ninth graders in in the fall of uh, 24 Mm -hmm. and then just as it, it keeps it keeps building and just as as you figure out what works and what doesn't work
2: Yes. And so that's that's one of the things that's really cool with the partnership with the College of Education is um, and really all the colleges at UMW you have that additional faculty support that mm. are a whole set of additional resources for both Um the, the educators working directly with the k-12 at the school as well as the students to get kind of you know we, it goes back to you know kids exploring what interests them how unique is it to be able to tap into kind of the resources uh there and and get that better feel for what they might want to do
1: I am sure when when you found out that that this was one of the you know that this is one one of the sites that do it for for, for umW this is this is significant because like you say you, you can it it, it really really adds to what 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 umw does in the community
2: yeah one of the one of the things that i think is um so intriguing about this is the the potential for systems level capacity building right um you you've got this unique opportunity to build capacity at the k-12 level at the higher ed level to really support economic needs in the area by um creating a set of um kind of graduates who just think and learn differently and are ready for kind of this this emerging economy that we're in right now. And so, yes, there's just some really unique opportunities. We're excited long term to really think through, you know, summer programs for kind of kindergarten through eighth grade and what that oh, might wow. look like to start to get kids exposure to some of these concepts and kind of meet some community needs in that area. Um there's there's some neat potential, and I I just I see college of ed students and high school students maybe co designing some of those you know week long sessions, and um it, you know again it creates kind of those win win scenarios where. Um, you're both letting kind of, you know, a second grader start to get a taste of, hey, yeah. I can do code, and you're simultaneously helping that um, college of education uh, ed student get hands-on experience and be that much more equipped to go out into surrounding school divisions.
1: Well, and we, we talk so much about, I mean, how, when we talk about higher education, just how competitive it is, and just the job market, this this really does set a different and for 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 the for the student that, that that really can fit in and do this
2: yes and i i think that again it's kind of that at the same time we are giving high school students these unique hands-on opportunities you are really working to produce a different type of um future educator um as they are seeing high school education done differently you know they're gonna doing doing some of their formative student teaching and practicum experiences here is going to create a type of teacher that goes out and does Instruction differently um, yeah. than kind of the traditional that we see. And then you also, I think, have some unique opportunities to partner with some of the other colleges as well. You know, you've got the College of Business at UMW and there, there could be some really cool mm-hmm. partnerships there.
1: Well, and, and, I'm, and I'm sure that both the, the state, I mean, everybody's going to be watching this just to just see, <laughs> see how it works, because down the line, I just you, you think that a whole lot of other places are going to say we want this. We want this in our community.
2: Yes, it is. Um, it's it's neat to be a part of, and um, it's it's really neat to think through what could do. It's it's interesting. One of the things I've spent some time doing is is looking at. You know, you've got. You do have, even though we don't have a ton of college partnership lab schools in Virginia, you have them in other states, and you do see examples. Mm. You know, um, I did my doctorate at, at Vanderbilt University, and so I get their alumni newsletter. And recently, they just they they have a couple different lab schools actually, and they recently just opened one for focused on dyslexia, right? And the whole focus of the program is around um, supporting students with dyslexia and yeah. how to better identify it, how to better provide education in it, and so. So it's, it's neat to see what can happen with these and how they really can be these centers of true innovation that spill over into surrounding communities.
1: Well, and you think about that. You, you, you think about that and just the needs there are just in special education, how there mm-hmm. is such needs. This may help fill in some of those gaps.
2: Yes. And that's, you know, um, We talk a lot about the innovative K-12 experiences, which is definitely front and center right now, but there's also these opportunities through having this lab school to really support educators across the region, both in terms of students currently enrolled in the College of Education, but also kind of existing educators and um, providing some opportunities to um, yeah see different ways to support students who are English learners, who um, are gifted and talented and need that additional stretch, who have different mm-hmm. IEPs, who are dual exceptional. So there's, there's some ways to kind of pilot that. I'd love, you know, talking about long-term things, I'd love long-term to eventually get to a place where we have kind of a teacher in residence program right where maybe participating divisions could send an educator for a year they can work at the lab school do some different types of learning and education and then take that back into their um, school division and kind of share out what they've learned with their colleagues so there's there's a lot of potential to do some good work
1: you have thought about a lot (laughs) lot of this but this really does this really does when you 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 look at just the, the the umw component and on the other end, we we talked about what what your is doing for mm-hmm. for for institutions to want to get involved in this. It would be so easy to go, you know, what we're we're busy with what we're doing. This this does speak of of really of, of really wanting to educate the community.
2: It it does, and I think it's um it's it's a fantastic way to kind of reinvest and build that systems level capacity. And I think that's I think that's where everyone. take a look at this and say you know what yes we are really busy there's lots of things going on but this builds out some systems level capacity in ways that many things um cannot it just creates a unique opportunity to do that and so it's worth the investment just because of um, the long-term benefit it can create to kind of all parties involved
1: Lab schools are focused this morning. When we come back, we'll uh, wrap this up by talking about the open house again uh, the, uh, t- tomorrow night at the Stafford campus and uh, and how you can get involved and, uh, and get more information. Rebecca Towery is here, and uh, we will conclude when we come back on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Sure.
0: This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel.
1: Rebecca Towery in this morning as we talk about lab schools. She's with the Academy of uh, Technology and Innovation at UMW. And there is a an uh, in, in open house tomorrow night, the 5th, at the uh, the Stafford UMW campus. And, and, and Rebecca, it really is. I mean, this is a chance to what we have talked about just to see it in action.
2: Yes, we are really excited to have some families out. I know I have some colleagues in the College of Ed. They are Um, making some some custom swag we're going to be handing out to students um, using some of their Makerspace tools, which will be kind of a great way for kids to get a feel for, again, that hands-on learning approach that we're helping to do. And so we'll be be having people there. We'll have... um, you know, a few refreshments. We'll have opportunities to ask questions from College of Education staff, from myself. Um, we'll have, we will have, I do want to highlight, we will have some translators who will be there. So, you okay. know, if um, you know a family who wants to come, but English isn't their first language, please still encourage them to come. Um, we'll we'll have some people there that can help the, translate for them and, and understand what we're um, discussing that evening. And so we'll, we'll We'll have kind of a, a little scavenger hunt set up for people to go and meander through the building and find different places that things will be held and then kind of wrap things up in a Q&A room where they can just really kind of unpack what they're interested in and, and really determine if this is going to be a good fit for their student. And I guess
1: for you who's been who's been talking about this with whether it's been school boards or localities and you know this gets you a, really a chance to, a, to to really speak one-on-one to parents.
2: Yes, I you know, I um I sometimes in the last couple of months feel like I really want to be able to multiply myself <laughs> because really the best way, right, you've got social media, you've got um you know, you've got different ways to put information out but um Nothing beats sometimes just having a one-on-one conversation or a small group conversation and really unpacking uh, what the program is about. And so um, we're we're just going to have a room set up for that tomorrow night. You know, we'll have a a few different places where people can view different um, kind of recorded sessions. Um, But... That we we really want to provide space for people to just kind of informally come talk, talk to people who are involved, ask those questions that are kind of nagging them in the back of their brain and, and just get a feel for things. And you're
1: looking to to recruit and get teachers.
2: We are. So, um, you know, I've I've been fortunate. I've already had a few different people that have been reaching out to me as they've been learning about it. But, yes, we are really going to be looking at teachers who kind of have that diversity of – subject matter backgrounds who you know this is um right it's it's what you get in a a small school environment right where you get that great sense of community um but you also wear a few different hats you know and so we're looking for people who like to do that um Uh, Some people love that and some people don't and so kind of much like with students uh, we think this could be an awesome fit for certain educators who just really want to do instruction differently and be a part of that systems level capacity building.
1: Well come back as this gets gets built and we can talk about this because this really is exciting as far as local education.
2: Absolutely I would love to be here again share out some updates. Hopefully we'll maybe eventually we'll have some you know some students that come in and share out about what they're doing, which would be really cool. atiumw.org
1: atiumw.org to find out more about this. Rebecca Towery, thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Thank you. That is it. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the morning.